Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. We got two this week. Obviously, we I'm in Vegas. We had the one with Rashad Evans, uh, which was awesome, and Vince Pichel. Make sure you check that out. On this week, I am talking to Heather Jo Clark. Uh, she's got a fight coming up in Invicta, and I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, me and Heather are good friends, and uh, she's, she's training out in Colorado. And also, this very crazy man named Kenny Lester who I met in Arizona who's got a super grappling competition he's in uh, and Josh Barnett's in it as well Uh, it's a crazy grappling competition we're going to hear all about it first I want to thank our sponsor Speedweed listen people if you live in California uh, and you smoke marijuana or you do vapes or edibles or CBD or anything you would do uh, in that in that whole realm, you got to check out speedweed.com. They are the best. They have everything you need. They will deliver it right to you. You don't have to go to the dispensary and wait online and have to show them, you know, the whole thing and show your ID and then you go there, you got to sign in. It's like a whole thing. And then you got to meet people, burn gas. It's a pain in the ass. Listen, you get pizza delivered, Chinese food, well, now marijuana, and it'll save your time, and uh, it's great. So go to speedweed.com, mention Roasted, you get $10 off orders, $100 or more. Also, listen people, sexual performance issues is way more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle with not being able to get and maintain an erection. I, I hear my friends tell me all about it. Does it have, it's not happened to me because my wife is super hot and I love her and I'm attracted to her but that shit goes down with other people maybe you nothing to be embarrassed about and guess what now 4hims.com is a one stop shop for hair loss skin care sexual wellness for men yes guys we got this it's uh they get well known generic equivalents and name brand prescriptions to help you combat erectile dysfunction no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements why are you even doing that you go just Go to a gas station. Fill, fill your gas, your car up with gas. Don't, don't fill your penis up with things behind. I mean, just you don't have to do that. Come on, people. Let's let's get smart. Go to forhims.com. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, no lines. You can save hours by going to forhims.com. Answer a few quick questions and chat with the doctor for confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door. Severe ED isn't just a case for rich old men in bathtubs. It affects men in their 30s and 40s. Listen, it happens. Nothing to be ashamed about, but get yourself together. Go to 4 uh, Check it out. Uh, go to, you could try hymns for a month today for just $5. Look at five bucks. Come on, people. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full, full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor for a pharmacy or a pharmacy. So go to 4 slash MMA Roast ED. That's 4 slash MMA Roast ED. 4 slash MMA Roast ED. Now let's talk to Heather and see how she's doing. Heather Joe Clark, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Adam? Good, good, good. It's good to hear your voice. We uh, we missed you here on, you. The, uh, on, on the show, or at least I, I do. So, uh, well, well. There was actually a couple people um, saying they agree with you, that they wanted me to come back and, and be on the show again. I think, yeah, I think you provided a, a, a voice of a lot of people, and uh, I think you're, you're funny. And uh, and now you're back in the fighting game, which is awesome. Talk talk to me. What you're fighting in Invicta? When is this? Who are you fighting? What's going on? Um, yeah, I'm fighting in Invicta on July 21st okay. uh, against a girl, a Brazilian girl named Kimberly uh, no, Novas. Novas. I, I don't know how to pronounce her her last name. So okay, but All it's right. uh, something like that. Yeah, and uh, she's nine and four. She got a good record, you know, she's been in the game a long time, has some notable wins, you know, so, 
Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm up for the challenge. I'm excited. I, I think that, you know, I look the best when I'm fighting uh, tough, skilled opponents. So, yeah, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking to shine and shine bright. Now, and uh, where is this fight? It's in Kansas City. Nice. Good, good. All right, so a lot's changed. So here's what, it's very weird. So here's what happened. On New Year's Eve, a year ago, actually it might have been a year and a half, maybe a year, I think it was, no, it was, it was this last oh, this year. Eve. I get a picture from you and my friend Connor. Okay, Connor Hewn. Was, it was Christmas, though, actually, okay. not New Year's. It was Christmas. We met on, on Christmas. Well, we reconnected on Christmas. Christmas. So Connor was, it was Christmas Day. Christmas Day, yeah. Connor was an old friend of mine. Oh, he used to coach wrestling. He was my old wrestling coach. We were like, actually a really, really good friend of mine. And I see you guys like in bed together. And you sent me a picture. No, it was not in bed together. We sent you. We were like sitting by the in the kitchen. Uh, maybe I, maybe the way I looked at it, you guys were in bed together. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is, this is a joke. This is like, aha, you guys got me. Like, these, like, you know, it's like when you meet two friends from different parts of the world, you're like, wait, what, what's going on? And then he sent me the same picture. And he's not the kind of guy to do that. So I'm like, all right, this is, this is weird. So three days later. He did? He sent you the same picture? Yeah. I didn't know that. Three days later, he text, you text me going, I'm madly in love. This is the greatest guy. This is my soulmate. And since then, you've been yeah. going strong. Uh, yeah. How, how did this happen? What's going on? Um, well, the short story is, you know, we, we knew each other back in the day at Jackson Winks. Um, and Benny, where are you going? My dog just got a mind of his own. Uh, so we, we knew each other. Obviously, I, I had heard you talk about him so many times and about how great of a guy he is. And, um, but he was married um, for a long time. And was with with this other girl. So like every months. time I was up in Colorado, right. uh, when I was wasn't you know with my ex boyfriend, um, I I always wanted to you know hit him up, and I was like, oh wait, he's in a relationship. So I never did. And then I was here for Christmas visiting my dad in Colorado, and I was on Bumble because I was actually thinking like, oh well, you know maybe maybe I'll move up here. I was looking for a new gym. You know my coach had passed away in December. Um, just like a week, uh, 10 days before that. Right. So I was pretty bummed out and I didn't really want to, I was like kind of isolating myself. I didn't want to go see my dad, even at his girlfriend's. Like I didn't even go there for Christmas. I was just like a wreck. I honestly was, um, I was just really down and, and, and out. And so then I was just like, Oh shit, I'm bored. I'm going to go on Bumble and I'm going to see what kind of guys are out here in Denver. Now, you know? now, were you looking to get laid or were you looking to actually meet somebody? No, no, I wasn't I, just more just looking for like a it's conversation, okay, you know, you're, I'm, you're in your forties. I'm, okay, you, have, you have needs. I'm not in my forties. All right, go on. Um, you're, you're actually older than me. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. just to remind you when you try to say stuff about my age. Right. Go on. Um, and you know, so I was just bored and I was looking for like someone to maybe go have coffee with or someone else that was like not with their, you know, family right. for Christmas. I don't know why. I, I just really just was curious. So I went on, uh, didn't really talk to anybody. Uh, and then I get an Instagram message from Connor like, hey, I saw you on Bumble. Uh, didn't know you were in Colorado. Didn't know you were single. Want to hang out. Right. And I was like, I was just ecstatic. I was like, oh my God, well, super cool. Like I always thought he was, you know, really good looking guy and heard great things from you. And I was like, this is perfect. So we hung out on Christmas Eve. He came over to my brother's house and we went in the jacuzzi and I was getting in the jacuzzi and he's like, what the heck? Why does this girl have my nickname tattooed on her back? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so that, I think that's when he knew it was uh, meant to be. <laughs> you guys, you know, it's so funny because you guys are a lot different, but a lot alike. And I, and, I, and like sometimes when you meet somebody, you have enough differences to make it work. Because I look at you and like you're this like soup. You have a huge, both of you have huge hearts. You have a huge heart, and, and both of you are just, you. like nice people and good people at the core. But you're like a very neurotic Jewish, sweet, <laughs> overbearing, like nervous. Wow. Fun, but like at the same time you fight, so you're not that neurotic. It's like you have all these, and then he is like this fucking wild man who is this like loner, but like popular, but does his own thing, but just, and you guys both have daddy issues, so I, I could see why it works. No, I, you know, first of all, I think Connor's changed a lot um, in, over <laughs> the years. Um, 
you know, he's not that wild anymore. Like he's very uh, almost domesticated. Like he works so much. <laughs> he's he works like forty five hours. What? Almost domesticated. No, I like I don't say almost like it, it, almost in in the full sense of the word. Like right. he's not totally like he's still young and wants to enjoy himself and you know um, that kind of stuff. But like he he's you know we like, we don't have kids, but we have dogs and like so we have those responsibilities and stuff. Yeah. And but no, he's really you know he's he's great. He's not he's not the wild man. I think that. I've heard stories about, yeah. um, and I've obviously come down and then our dogs, like he's got a dog, a female, um, smaller than my dog named Bugsy. Mm. And then I got Benny and they're like in love. They, these two are inseparable. It's, it's so amazing. Oh, and they, they play so well together and well, they so really bring out the best I mean, Connor, me, me and Connor used to coach wrestling together and it was back when he had ACL surgery. I think I actually knew both of you guys after your ACL surgeries. Um, yeah. And he was so funny. Remember the time we were coaching together, and it was like a month into the season, and this little black kid shows up. We have a match. A little black kid shows up, and he's like, I'm ready for the match. And I'm like, I've never seen this guy before. Uh, Connor, have you ever seen this guy? And he goes, not once. And then some other kid goes, I don't think he goes to our school. <laughs> like, we have, that was, I mean, we have so many stories, me and Connor. And, uh, but I, I genuinely love the guy. Like, for real, love the guy. And I remember one time we were driving to practice. I was going 150 miles an hour. And he looks at me, and I had a negative $900 in my account. And he was like, man, you're just like me. <laughs> you're just like me. <laughs> and I just, I, I love the guys. And, and I love you, so I, I think it's a, I, I really am happy for both of you. I'm happy for both Thank of you. Thank you. And I, I think Well, we good. both love, love you, too, and yeah. uh, wish we lived closer. Yes. Now, I see your training videos. Um, I know he's a 10th Planet guy, Black Belt under Eddie Bravo. Is he teaching you different jiu-jitsu looks? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I go to the 10th Planet Boulder, uh, sometimes like I was going there a little bit more before this camp. Uh, I've been spending a lot more time at Factory X and stuff, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's shown me stuff and drew the the coach at 10th Planet uh, Boulder, but you know, it's crazy. Cause I, I started grappling when my nose was like healed and uh, was healing. And I started doing a lot of, uh, 10th Planet over, with Eddie. And so I started trying to work my like rubber guard and, and working on my back more because one, we're just doing jujitsu and it didn't matter. So then like when I started this camp, I started like getting comfortable there and I had one, one, uh, sparring where I was, uh, let's just say I should have gotten up when I didn't. And I got, I got punished for it. And it was a big opening that like, uh, or, you know, eye opener to say like, okay, maybe this, one, I don't have it down, so let's not do this in MMA. <laughs> yeah, well, what's the name? <laughs> because it really, yeah. it suffers, I suffered the consequences. Well, that's, that's what What's the Name just said. The guy, the um, kid out of, uh, you know, the guy who's, who beat Vinny Magalish, uh, who, who Colby Covington was in a Twitter war with, said he would he would tap. You know what I'm talking about. He, who? Uh, the dude that, like, what's his name? I, I always uh, forget his name, but he basically said, Jiu-Jitsu guys, if you plan on fighting... Make sure you start with wrestling and judo, otherwise you're gonna get the shit beaten out of you. Um, because ah uh, right, you know, right, right. and 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 this is coming from a um, a big time jujitsu guy, uh, the guy that Colby called called out. Colby Covington called him out recently. Um, oh, I didn't. I haven't seen him called out anybody. I thought he was trying to get uh, Tyron in there. He 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 is. But then he oh, uh, Gary Tonin said this. He said, uh, oh, okay. if you start with BJJ and have any inclination, I mean, in the future, better than wrestling and judo and start in the same position. Otherwise, it's going to be a hell of a wake-up call when your first intro to takedowns is while you're getting punched in the face. That's what he, that's what he, yeah. he, he tweeted, which I actually agree with. That's the one thing I, I can't say about jiu-jitsu is that when we start going live and we go right on our, our, our like knees, and I'm like, uh, but at the same time, it's a great way for wrestlers to get good on the ground. By starting on your knees, you take right. away the takedowns. So. Well, you're then you just spend you don't spend you know half the round um, trying to get that takedown. But there's times where you need to work all standing too, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of jiu-jitsu players forget that. Um, Connor teaches a wrestling class at Tenth Planet Boulder as well. So if you're listening, you want to get your wrestling better. Yeah. The guy. Now I see that you've been training with Rose and Tisha, right? Mm-hmm. How's that? How's that going? Mm. You know, it's great. It's, um, when I, I feel like I, when I train with them, 
um, I have some of my best rounds and some of my worst rounds because it's like when I'm really on, uh, they bring, they bring the best out of me. Like I feel really sharp. It's like, I know, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, when you go with someone awkward or someone who's, um, learning, um, or not learning, but rather just, you know, not as experienced, obviously as those girls, it, it almost seems harder. Uh, and then, so I don't know. I, I really enjoy training with them. It gives me um, a sense of where I am. I feel like in in my my skill level or just in my mindset. Because some days you know I'll have good days and some days I have bad days. But uh, yeah, I really I really enjoy. I mean, Tisha uh, and Rose both are just amazing people. I love them both, um, and and really enjoy just being around them. So anytime I can get training in with them. Is is awesome, you know. Now there was so, a time that you were yeah, thinking about hanging it up, more. right? Because you were time you were like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do, and this and that. How hard was it to transition back into fighting, and how and was it an ego thing? Not that Invicta's bad; it's amazing. But going down from UFC back to Invicta. Yeah, I mean, at first, yeah, you kind of think of it. You can think of it that way, but then I started thinking about it, Adam, and I was like, God, I've always wanted to fight for Invicta. Why? Because they they've done something no one else has done in the sport. And this is like putting women in the forefront of, of, of MMA. And it's not that, you know, it's like the, the promotion is, is super high level. They, they put on amazing shows, amazing quality. And I want to be a part of that. I want to be able to say that I was able to fight for that organization and be a part of, you know, kind of this pioneer um, organi- organization. So you know, am I getting paid a little bit yet? A little bit less? Yes. Am I getting, you know, a little bit less um, audience? Sure. But I'm still getting to put myself out there against high high level opponents and um, on a professional level, and you know where people can watch it online. And and so it, to me, that it don't I don't see it like that. It's like it's still a really really fantastic place to be. So I'm I'm really honored to be there. And I'm I'm not just saying that. Like I really I truly feel. Um, that it's going to be a, a, a remarkable memory. You also didn't have, you know, a lot of these guys that fight, you know, they have 15, 20 fights before the UFC. I mean, you had, a, what, like right. seven or eight? I mean, you, it wasn't like you had this huge... Uh, I had, no, I think uh, I think I had more than that. I don't know, maybe. maybe but like but I'm saying it's no, not like... It's I had like, 10, you know, 11, I had 11, I think I had 11, yeah. You had 11 <laughs> fights, but that's still not that much before yeah. you get to the UFC. Most fighters have more fighters, uh, yeah. more fights for the OC. And no, also, not, but not women. Not you look no, at, like saying, the women. No, but I'm saying fighters in general. I don't think I'm going to let that step back. And I also think that, you know, you, you, if you go out there and murder this girl or have a great showing, the UFCs, you know, not, there aren't that many female fighters that they could call that they know are going to yeah. put on a good show. So it's you're basically sure. one phone call away from getting back up to the big show. And you know what? I, I tell you, you know, on that Invicta card, you might have just as many fights that you would have on a uh, Viewers, if you would on like Fight Pass, if you find on Fight Pass, yeah, it's true. Do. It's very, it's 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 true. It could be um, just as many, and and like I I was I've been really thankful. I posted like something saying, hey, anyone want to sponsor me? So, something I haven't been able to do in a while. Um, you know, not having banners or or sponsors on the shorts or whatever. And I've already made um, some money. Like just some really great people reached out, and you know, would have never thought. Right, uh, that, right, right, that, right, right. So, That's true. Yeah, it's it's really cool to be able to do that and get that support and just see like all the different walks of, of life of people like, hey, yeah, I'll put my logo on you. I just got a law firm from oh, Florida wow. that put is like, you know, putting their their uh, logo on me. You so it's like, me, text me what yeah, you're I'm gonna just, say. If you text me something, I'll post something for you saying you're looking for a sponsor. And I I got you know seventy three thousand people, so uh, some people will probably hit okay. up. Just text me what you want me to write, and I will do it. Okay. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, I think that it's it's uh, it's an opportunity to to shine and to really. I don't know. I feel like you know, it's, I'm trying to get mentally uh, prepared for it in the sense of like this is my first fight with this team, um, with this organization, without my coach, without my dad. My dad's gonna be the first fight in my career. My dad's not gonna be there. Why? Um, so there's, he, you know, the whole thing with my eye and the risk of it, um, which is, it's a, such a small risk, but there's a risk and he doesn't agree with it. He doesn't, 
he doesn't want to be a part of it. Like he's come and watched me uh, spar and he's come down to the gym and we're still, you know, close, but he just doesn't want to be there and, and be a part of it. So it's, that's going to be a little bit different. Uh, and, but, and, but this is the guy that, that when you were 12 took you to a fight and told you to fight the girl. And like, her yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> and then started fighting the, the brother or the boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, and not only that, I mean, my dad is like, and he, he comes over. This is the funniest thing. Thank God I, my coach has got a sense of humor, but he comes over to the gym to meet my coach and to see the gym for the first time. And he's, he walks up to my coach, I'm already on the mat and he's like, Hey, I'm Heather, I'm Heather's dad. I just wanted to introduce myself and ask you a question. And Mark's like, sure. What, what's up? He's like, well, if we were, you know, to get in that Cajun fight right now, like what, how would you beat me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Mark's answer was great. He said, uh, the only way, you know, you're going to beat me is if you turn around and walk away right now, you know, and my, and my dad's like, kind of like, and I don't know the real story because my dad gets a little cocky when he starts telling it and saying stuff like, oh, well, you don't know, I could have a, you know, 45 in my pocket oh right now. It's God. like, you know, just, yeah, the Marine comes out and, uh, and then he was just like, no, I need to know, you know, what are your weaknesses and what are your strengths because you're training my daughter and blah, blah, blah. just like, that's a good dad, but I'm I was so embarrassed. You know what? They probably understand you a lot more though after they meet him. So that's well, good. it's true, and that's what yeah. And Mark, Mark did. He, you know, he's uh, he was very understanding. He thought it was funny. He thought it was great. He, he and I'm like, well, yeah. Now you know. Now you know what I'm where I get it from. Um. So, so funny. Yeah, it's been it's been funny, and and you know he my dad texts Connor like, hey, can you Facetime me during the fight? <laughs> Tell him to show up. FaceTime, come on. <laughs> Just get your dad a ticket. It's not that, from Colorado to Kansas City, it's a couple hundred dollars. I think, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. No, now, is, is Connor going to be in your okay. corner? It's all right. What? Is Connor going to be cornering you? Yeah, it's going to be Connor and, uh, and Mark. Wow. 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 Yeah. Mm. See, if I was Connor, I'd be like, all right, so, if you don't beat this girl, no dick. Now, you realize, though, that she's going to be, uh, you're going to be a Mark because. You're, she's, yeah, of course. She's gonna be like, this girl's been in the UFC. If I beat her, mm -hmm. then I could beat UFC caliber fighters. I mean, she's really getting up for you. You're her, you know, her big you know, Apollo. Her Creed. big opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So don't take this lightly. Well, no, I, 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 no, I don't take anyone lightly. I don't think she, you know, she hasn't fought in like six months or whatever. She could be a completely different opponent. Um, I, I, you know, Connor's like, I just think I get, I, I get frustrated when I look at this girl fight, you know, like, you're just, don't you think you're just gonna go in there and kill her? And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm expecting the best version of her. And I know also when I, you know, she's fighting me and, and she's going to look good too, because of that. Right. And I, I'm, to me, I'm fighting the toughest girl I've ever fought. I, I never will underestimate um, anyone and their strength. And, and, you know, just by looking at their, um, I've done that slightly in the past and no, I'm, I, I think this is going to be her best fight. Are we going to let our so, hands go this fight, she, finally? What? Are we going to let our hands go? I mean, you got great hands. Are we going to let them go? Yes, I'm going to let... Yeah, I'm going to let them go. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fight, Adam. I think the last two fights... I don't like to talk about the last one because I was blind for, like, most of the, the fight. But the fight before was, like, Carolina. I just got so emotional when things weren't going my way, uh, when, I, when I wasn't, you know, dominating like I thought I was. And, again, that was the kind of underestimating her a little bit of thinking I was going to go out there and just dominate her. And I mean, God, she was undefeated for a reason, Yeah. but my coaches gave me so much confidence. Robert Fallis, I've never had a coach believe in me like that. And he really just instilled so much confidence in me that I walked in that fight a little overconfident. Uh, mm -hmm. So I learned my lesson, you know, broke my face and uh, I lost the fight. So I, I definitely learned. I learned it hard, and I, I learned it well. So I'm ready to go in there and, and, yes, just fight like I used to. Go in there, have a game plan, know her tendencies. They could totally have changed by now. But just um, go in there and, and, and try, to, try to dominate, you know, dominate every position, and, uh, and that's how I'm going to win, you know, is, is, like, play my game, keep it at my pace, um, Keep it at my rhythm and, and put the fight where I want it, when I want it, and, uh, and, and just be really smart. Show that, that I have the experience of training with the best coaches in the world my whole career and wait. training partners, you know? Now, who's the main event on this card? 
Jin uh, Frey, and oh. then I don't know the I forget the girl, I but it's uh, Adam Wayne. She's awesome. Like, you know her whole story. She's like a rocket scientist or something. She's like one of the yeah, smartest girls smart. ever. Actually, she's pretty hot. I mean, she's really hot actually. Uh, yeah, she's very pretty. Yeah, um, I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, Heather. Obviously, you know you're the team roasted. We're team Heather. Uh, can I get a shirt from you? How do I get a shirt? Yes, you can. Um, and then you can, you'll be entered into a freaking awesome contest if you buy a shirt. So Strict Nine uh, website, you you go, you can go on there and you'll find it's like I think it says like fighters or um, I forget something. You'll find it. You can go on there. Or you can go on my Instagram. There's a link um, to it as well on my bio. And shirts are twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. It's a really cool shirt. All yeah, all the proceeds go to uh, Robert Fallis's family. Um, and then, you know, it's just a little memento to support his legacy and, uh, and then my, you know, team, team hurricane. I, so I love the chance to support me, support him. And, uh, it's a really cool, simple shirt. You know, there's a, there's an equation on the front in a heart right over the left, um, on the left side where your heart is. And it says C over T equals R. And that stands for consistency over time equals results. And that's something that Robert was very uh, mindful about and something that he put out there was, you know, if anything, and you're consistent with it, your results will show um, over time. True. So That's so true. Consistent yeah. Now, now, but you gotta and do it's with everything, uh, even bad things. So be yeah. consistent with the right thing. <laughs> you got to do something crazy, though. Like, you got to get, like, what about if you win, when you win, you say, listen, yeah. Con, I want to thank my, 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 my coach and boyfriend, Connor. I'm going to give you the best blowjob you've ever gotten in, like, an hour. <laughs> Like, if you say that, people will, like, retweet it and stuff. It'll be, like, a, a good, like, that would be awesome. He'd be happy. And who knows? It might lead to girls giving more blowjobs to people. So. It's, you know who you sound like when you say that was is Gene LaBelle. When I used to do the in-cage, like, interviews after the fight, post-fight interviews, he would tell me the most absurd things to say. He would say a blowjob um, in there. What? Gene was t- tell you to give, give guys blowjobs? Judo Gene would say this? No, no, but he would say stuff like, you should hit on the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should ask him out. You, you know, sh- you, you should. should uh, one of like one of the things was like, I've been to three night all-night gas stations and two rodeos, and I've never seen a fight like that. <laughs> yeah, he's right. I'm telling you, if you say, listen, Connor, get ready. I'm giving you the best blowjob ever. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to last one round, or you're not going to last longer than my opponent. I'm telling you, it will get lots of people talking. All uh, right. If I, if I get the knockout, Adam, I'll do it. Yeah, oh, wow. Listen, fans, okay? Hashtag, uh, okay, hashtag Heather Blows Connor, okay? So put that out there. You listen to the podcast. I'll say, if, if, ha- if I get the knockout, I'll say, I'll say, you thought that was fast. <laughs> yeah. Wait till wait till Connor nuts all over my face later. So I'm telling you. I'm telling you, people people will start talking. You'll get the call right after UFC. You'll, you'll, you'll get three contacts okay. that night from UFC, Bellator, and who knows, Lakers or something. So uh, Yeah, but probably for the wrong reason. Oh, whatever. They won't be offering me contracts. No, I'm just kidding. Probably the point. Listen, well, thank you, Heather. You're the best. Can't wait to get you your fight in, in a couple weeks. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. And um, I know you'll be watching, so I'll, I'll, I'll hear from you afterwards. Definitely. Take care. Bye. Yeah, so I'm talking to Kenny Lester right now. Kenny was a guy I met in Arizona, one of the craziest human beings I met in my life. Uh, one of the funniest um, people I met. How are you, Kenny? Doing good. What's going on, guys? Uh, so no, so it's just me. It's just me. Uh, things are good, oh, okay. man. Things are good. So when I met you, you were in Arizona, and you were wrestling for University of Arizona, but you had been kicked off the team, or you were on the team, but you weren't, uh, or you were ineligible. Like, what was your wrestling background? You were one of the best in the country in high school, right? Yeah, so I, I came out in 2006 as the number one heavyweight recruit. Uh, won the Ironman, won the Junior Nationals, yada, yada, uh, did, did the whole circuit. And, uh, when I got to Arizona State, uh, a year after I got there, the, the program got dropped. Oh. And, 
kind of during the shuffle, you know, a few guys transferred out. Uh, Colby Covington kind of signed with us. He actually wound up going up to Oregon State. Uh, we had another kid go to the University of Missouri. Uh, another prospect, T. Edwards, he wound up transferring to Old Dominion. And uh, I actually wound up working my way towards the football roster. I uh, I rode the bench uh, with uh, Jack Elway and uh, Brock Osweiler till he he got the starting spot and it's been doing a fantastic job keeping uh, paychecks in the NFL yeah. since then. Uh, but after that, uh, you know, during during that whole transition, um, kind of got into the whole affiliate marketing thing and whatnot, and started just. Uh, concentrating more on, you know, limousine riding and jet flying than uh, wrestling. But when you came back in town, uh, Zeke had taken over the program. Uh, things were getting back on track. And, uh, uh, you know, my, my people, the American Samoans, needed me to step up. So got back to training. Yeah, so that's what I was – so that was one of the funniest things. So at the time you were you were in wrestling and then you're like, you know what, you found out that you were one-eighth America Samoa, which I don't even know what America Samoa was. I guess that's a, 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 a small country. Where is this country? Uh, it's an island about eight hours away from Hawaii, uh, basically the halfway point between uh, Hawaii and Australia. Right. Uh, just uh, about about tenth of the size of Guam. <laughs> that uh, it's a U.S. territory, and uh, you know. I think me and Rachel Dozell both got her DNA test on at the same spot. You know, things checked out, and uh, I got to be Samoan for the Olympic cycle. Yeah, so you found out that you were one-eighth America Samoan, so you started the wrestling program over there, and you were automatically on the Olympic team because there was no Olympic team. So you represented, well, right? Is that what happened? Well, so we, we had to make it to the qualifiers, so I, I made it to the... Uh, Made through the the uh, very deep oceanic championships. How many uh, were there? Taking on the, the great islands of Fiji, Tahiti, Tonga, um, Palau, uh, Nauru, and a uh, few Australians. And uh, then 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 we were at it. We were, we were at the World Championships in Vegas in 2015. Now, did you actually wrestle any matches against the island championships? Uh, yeah, no. So the the Island Championships, uh, it was a full, uh, it, it was a full bracket. Uh, went went through went through an eight man bracket to get to the get to the finals, and then had a had a de- decently tough guy in the fi- in the finals. He uh, he was a D two All American. Oh, okay, okay. So, but but you did, yeah. But but you end up winning that. You you won the whole thing, and you went to the Olympic the qualifiers. Whole- and how did you do then? Uh, won the qualifiers, went to, and, uh, I felt like I had a decent showing at the world championships. I, I went one and one, uh, didn't, uh, didn't get carried through the bracket to the, uh, to the wrestlebacks, but that was okay. Um, unfortunately, uh, the, the Olympic committee didn't quite, uh, agree with my, uh, my Samoan heritage quite as much as the world championship committee did. Oh, so uh, they said I was going to have to sit out an, uh, another six years. So that that effectively ended that run. Well, because when you look at you, it, your, your, blonde hair, your blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, you don't look Samoan at all. So were people like laughing when you were representing uh, America Samoa? You know what? Um, they they didn't understand. I, I just I had a lot of Samoan in my heart. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe a few. Uh, Maybe a few tattoos would have helped. Uh, spray tan gun definitely would have helped. But besides that, you know, they weren't the smallest girls I'd ever dated. Uh, definitely have done better. But uh, it, it was it was a good time. You know, I I I really I really enjoy the island, and I still hop out as much as I can with them. Uh, it's it's a great. We we still got the program going, so I I think there's some that positivity that came from the whole ordeal now when i went now when i met you in arizona you were kind of running things i i didn't believe it but then uh, you you took you obviously you somehow got into some kind of business where you were like a billionaire in college 
Like, what, what were you doing? Like, what, what, what the hell was going on? Well, so, uh, you know, it was just kind of, uh, it, it, it was, it was, uh, kind of like what's going on with this podcast transition. That's when all the affiliate marketing first started taking off with a lot of the paid per click advertising yeah. and a lot, you know, uh, and a lot of these click funnels and whatnot, kind of like, uh, the Idaho guy, Richard Brunson was doing, um, I just wanted to, uh, we, we didn't hit a home run, but we made it to second or third base, uh, me and a couple fraternity buddies. And we just did every bad decision possible you could. We were buying, you know, renting a Maserati, buying a bar, uh, just hanging out, you know, like I said, uh, Rick flaring it. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so, I, 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 I that. And like, you were like in your thirties, you had all these young college girls that were like all over you. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And everybody knew you like you were like the Nino Brown uh, of, of ASU. I, I wasn't sure what was going on, but it seemed like it was a lot of fun. So you were making millions of dollars in college doing the click ads? Pretty much just doing click funnels. Uh, by that point, I kind of transitioned basically to... Uh, Actually, we were running a lot of our eBay stores uh, with uh, our comic book shop, and you know, mainly with the mainly just working with the bar business uh, in the tool company. But uh, you know, my parents were always worried about this, saying, "Don't drop out, don't drop out." And I'm like, "Mom, Dad, have you seen the talent on this campus? I'm not going anywhere. Right? I'll stay here for 15 years if I can." But but then you ended up in Florida. They they sat me down, said, "Hey, it's." uh, so then eventually you've been you got, here for 16 semesters, time to go, sir. <laughs> 16 semesters in college, making millions, losing millions. You end up in Florida. What were you doing in Florida? Uh, well, you know, uh, it's just like it's, uh, things, uh, things kind of ran their course to where uh, the, the bar wound up getting sold with a minute domain. Um, they're, they're redeveloping the block. Uh, so I, I came back home to Florida. I bought, bought a house two doors down from Grandma, mm. and uh, I'm I'm out here right now with a uh, t- took a position down by the Space Coast, working with uh, a contract, a major contracting company, uh, and a lot of the government, uh, a lot of the government agencies like the Housing Authority and SpaceX and NASA. Right. Uh, doing a lot of the hurricane uh, recovery. Oh, that's nice. Of you. So been, been busy with that. But you're training Absolutely. while you're on the podcast because you hit me up and said you're in doing this 2008 No Holds Barred Catch Wrestling World Championship, which is July 14th. Uh, it's going to be in Hamilton Township, New Jersey. And you're in there. Uh, your first match is against Nicholas Kajia. Brendan Ruiz is fighting uh, wrestling Amen Nazar. Josh Barnett is in the other bracket. He's taking on Chris Crozon, and then Curran Jacob is taking on Johnny Buck. What is this? Have you been training for it? Talk to me about this. Yeah, so um, basically, you know, they got together, and uh, it, it's kind of, it reminds me a lot of, you know, everyone's talking about what, what would this McGregor-Mayweather fight look like if, they, if they're in the four-ounce gloves, you know? How, you know, how we saw that McGregor did pretty good against Mayweather. You know, you can question whether he got carried or not, but he's wearing 16-ounce gloves. He was fighting under, you know, he was fighting under the, the modern-day rules. What would a bare-knuckle fight look like? You know, maybe we could, you know, McGregor has a little gypsy in him. Uh, what would it look like to see these guys wrestle under the original 1908 pro wrestling rules? So... They took the rule book from uh, Farmer Burns and George Hackenschmidt, 100,000 people in Central Park, and we're, we're kind of just doing it all over again. And uh, I, I'll tell you, you know, when the when the phone rings and they offer you a world title shot, you, you, and they ask you, are you ready? Have you been training? I might have been sitting on the couch. I might not have. Doesn't matter. The answer is yes. I've been in the gym twice a day for the last two months. I'm ready to go uh, to the promoter. Right. You know, and history beckons you answer. Uh, so l- luckily, you know, I-, I was able to put together a camp uh, very quickly. Uh, but 
This is a tough tournament. It's three five-minute rounds, and there's no points. It's either a three-second pin or a submission. Now, that three-second pin means you can't lay on your back and uh, just hope that that the guy gets tired from dry humping you and eventually falls into your triangle. Right. You actually got to work, work from bottom. And then, you know, the same thing with on top. Uh, you you got to go for it. You, you got to go. You can waste all the energy you want trying to take the guy down, but if you're not planning on finishing from there, what what was the point? So, but do you do any, uh, do you do any catch wrestling? Uh, yeah. So I, I had a I, I had a solid catch wrestling foundation. Uh, worked worked with some top guys in the past. Uh, Wade Shallis was actually one of our high school coaches, inventor of the. Uh, I, I, everybody's been, I think, a victim of it from a from a high school wrestling coach. Their first week, uh, the the splaydle or yeah. the banana split, as some people call it. Yeah. Um. So it kind of was a. Uh, I call it brought up in the darkness, brought up in pain. Um, then uh, always kind of favored a lot of the, the leg locks and the knee bars. Uh, Dean Lister, you know, kind of would always, uh, down in San Diego, would always kind of go towards that, not in the IBJJF canon, you know, dark side of techniques. Uh, but then uh, once it went into full-on catch, uh, it's been fun. It's just kind of get to use a lot. It, the, the game changes a lot when you really open up your technique with neck cranks and spine cranks and some of these other additional moves. But what, what belt are you uh, in jiu-jitsu? Uh, right now in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I'm a brown belt with one stripe on it. Oh, wow. Under, uh, under, been, under been who? I've been doing it for 15 years. Under who? Uh, got my brown belt under uh, Tia. Tiago Jimenez, that's at um, De La Hiva School uh, with Seth Petrozelli and Mike Lee in the jungle. Oh, wow. Wow, those are good guys. Yep. So now, but I mean, no, no disrespect, but Josh Barnett is world, I mean, he's unbelievable. I mean, he's one of the best in the world. I mean, he tapped, I mean, Dean Lister, right, didn't he? He, like, tapped Dean Lister. How are you going to do it against he, he Josh? He caught him in a headlock. How are you going to do it against Josh Barnett? You know, g- going to be taking this one match at a time, but uh, I-, I think the real question you ought to be asking me, Adam, is how's Josh Barnett going to do with me? Uh, he's got to walk out there and shake hands with the 290 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. I'm coming back from Florida. You know, I'm I'm ready to go. He's He's been ha- having all these other things distracting him, you know, on the sideline, dealing with you. Dealing with uh, Usada trying to railroad him. Yeah, you know he's he's the one who's been jet flying, doing all the international, uh, doing all the international clinics and whatnot. I've I've been in the gym focusing and grinding. But what's your record uh, in cat wrestling? Can't put together. Uh, he's got to get my shoulders on the on the on the mat now. That that goes back to to Greco Roman. You know, he had some success against a two twenty pounder like Randy Couture, but. Now he's got 290 pounds of a elite Greco wrestler to tie up with. But what's your record in catch wrestling? Uh, five and zero. Five and zero. Okay. Five actual what I'd consider to be catch matches. Nice. Okay. Now who's this Nicholas yeah. Kajia, the guy you're going to get in the first place? He has. I look at his picture. He has six medals around his, his, his neck. You know what? He's um what I consider to be the ghost of Christmas future if I don't clean up my diet and make a little better health decisions down the road. I don't understand this. He's about three hundred and forty pound old stop old horse from New Jersey with a big old belly that he'll put it on you and crush you if you're not ready for it. Right. Uh, he actually has a has a pretty notorious win over Matt Mitrione where uh, Matt got held down and couldn't do anything about it in a grappler's quest and was upset to lose the decision. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I was watching the video and I, I had a post on there to Mitchell and I'm like, buddy, if we were going to have to charge somebody with rape, Nick would be leaving the arena in handcuffs and you'd be a part of the Me Too movement. You wow. lost. Wow. Um, you know, so Nick's a tough guy. He's been, he's been uh, competing on the East Coast. Uh, real, real strong old school wrestling base. Uh, knows his position well. 
Uh, probably forgot more technique than most people have ever learned. Uh, just just going to have to put the old line to sleep right off the bat. And then after that, you turn around and you, you got the three-time world champ, you know, Brandon Ruiz or Nazir coming right at you. Yeah, who are these guys? Uh, and, and these, uh, Brandon Ruiz, you know, he's uh, the, the brother with Justin Ruiz, former world medalist. He's a Mark Schultz. Uh, uh, Brigham Young product, uh, Pedro Sauer Black Belt, wow. uh, three-time Team USA world champion for grappling. Um, he, he's a tough guy, and I, I, I'll be frank, you know, it's, uh, it, it's one of those deals where coming through the Sunkist system, he, 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 he was the guy who would, uh, who would beat you up when you're a 17, 18-year-old trying to break into the Greco ranks. So, uh, I'm looking forward to trying to beat up the old man. And now who's um, uh, Amin Nazar? Uh, Nazar, he, so it, it, it's just one of these, uh, you know, it's one of these Russians where uh, he, he's kind of jumped around from country to country. I guess they got a UK passport tag on him for this event. Uh, he, he's a tough Sambo guy. Uh, one, 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 uh, once a, a lot of international events on the Eastern European ADCC scene. Uh, seems like he's got some uh, some fancy ankle locks and whatnot. Uh, he, he can't handle this American toughness. No, I'm, I'm not that, too worried the, about and it. Then, real quick, who's Chris Kozan, Curran Jacobs, and Johnny Chris, Buck? Chris Kozan's a, uh, one of the top products to come out of uh, England, the Wigan School. Uh, he's, uh, just an, a, a classic catch his catch can wrestler, uh, basically from the homeland. Uh, you know, he, he said, if I'm hopping on the plane, uh, you know, if I'm flying across the pond to dance, I want to dance with the top guy first round. So he, he called out Barnett right off the bat. And I give him a lot of respect for that. Wow. Uh, jo Johnny Buck was a SoCon, uh, all-star wrestler and Karan Jacobs was the top Big Ten athlete who uh, kind of, who trash talked his way into the bracket. Uh, he is a tough Big Ten wrestler. I'm not going to discount that because uh, if you're willing, if you can make it through that crime, you, you got my respect on some level. But that level ends quickly, you know. If Karen somehow makes it through to the finals, I'm going to show him why there's weight classes. Of course, of course. Now, but you, but you didn't wrestle in college at all, did you? Uh, so I, I did wrestle for ha half the season my freshman year. I got my LCL um, popped out. Uh, we got me back healthy again. I won the university nationals for Greco-Roman wrestling. Wow. And uh, did the world team trials and the Olympic trials in 08 for Team USA. Wow. But uh, we, we just had a lot of mayhem going on during that time period. Uh, of course, of course. You know, we, we had a, a lot, we had a revolving door of assistant coaches. Uh, they, they were just, one week we had a program, the next week they're dropping. And it was the it. first time you ever got laid, right? It was in college, so you couldn't get, you know, pass that up. You know, that, that I will say this, you know, that I, I, I was a very dedicated wrestler um, coming through high school, but, um, I don't think dedication is really a fair, a fair term for it. You know, you never turn down going to a party if you didn't get invited to one. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I didn't, I didn't have that programming built into my head. You know, that, that's where a lot of these athletes these days, uh, the college recruits wouldn't, the coaches wouldn't touch me with a 10 foot pole nowadays, knowing what they know. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I, it is what it is. I think that uh, it, 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 it's been a long, it's been a long road, and you know we're gonna end where it's supposed to. Uh, I got in this for one reason, which was to put that twelve pounds of gold around my waist, and that's what I'm gonna do. July 14th, Saturday night in Hamilton, New Jersey. No, it's no holds barred catch wrestling. So, is there, is there punches in this or no? No, no punches. Uh, it's it's just literally it, it's like an Iditarod. We're gonna have three five minute rounds with an unlimited overtime, and it's two out of three. Either pin your opponent for three seconds, or rip a limb, or or, or break their neck, or choke them out. Now, can do, you watch this online? Do what you online? gotta do, but make that guy quit. Can I watch this online? Uh, so they're they're working out what's going to be the streaming service with that. 
they're they're still trying to. I, I think they're still on talks with possibly Flow. Right. Uh, I'm I'm hoping either YouTube or Twitch try to get it open to the masses a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep you updated with it. Uh, so hopefully we can get you to to tweet that out to your, your to, to the MMA All right. so fan base. It's, it's, it's July 14th. You can uh, you can get tickets at snakepitusa.com. I can't wait for this. Josh Barnett and Kenny Lester on opposing sides of the bracket. Uh, that, now, now it's all one night, right? So if you win, you got to win. It's, it's all one night. All one night. Got to go through these three guys. I mean, uh, you, you got to favor a sun devil in these conditions, though. You know, I'm, I'm bringing it back. I got my black trunks ready to go. I got my, uh, I'm going to have my chest hair glistening. You know, Don Friday and Severn. I'm, I'm working on the mustache. Love it. I'm that, coming uh, out, you know, fully prepared. Do you win any money if you win this? Uh, yeah, so they got some prize money set up. Uh, there's a li- little bit of a NDA involved with that. Um, not sure if everybody got quite the same deal, but this is a uh, this is a pro this is a pro wrestling business now. You know, this isn't this isn't amateur wrestling. We're all we're all here as workers. So, but it's going to be a. I want to make sure everyone knows this is a real shoot. This is not a worked match. Nobody's taking dives. Uh, the only dive you're going to see is when someone's diving to get off the mat if I get a hold of their ankle. Love it. Love it. Well, Kenny, good luck, man. Good luck. Hey, I appreciate the call, Adam. You take care, buddy. No problem. Take care. Well, listen, thank you, Kenny Lester, and thank you, Heather, for being on the podcast today. Uh, check it out next Friday and Saturday, uh, that's the 13th and the 14th, I will be in Ventura Harbor at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Actually, next Thursday night, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Uh, hit me up if you want to come. Next, uh, then Wednesday the 18th, all the way to Saturday the 21st, I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, and then I'm taking August off. Well, I'm going to be local because I'm going to be with the baby, but... Friday, August 31st, and Saturday, September 1st, I'm in Springfield, Missouri, at the Blue Room Comedy Club. Uh, Then I'm at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga. That's Thursday, September 6th, all the way to Saturday the 8th. And then I'm with Jeremy Piven, uh, Thursday the 20th, and Friday the 21st, Saturday the 22nd in Rochester, New York. Uh, Then if you live in Vancouver, I will be... Uh, at the Laugh Lines Comedy Club in New Westminster in British Columbia. Uh, that's uh, Friday the 28th and Saturday the 29th. Also, if you shop on uh, Amazon, if you use Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first, click on the Amazon link, and then you order whatever you want because I make some money and you're happy and everyone's happy. Also, if you live in Iowa, in Des Moines, uh, October 4th, through the six, I'm headlining the funny mode in Des Moines. Well, thank you for checking out the, the podcast. I hope you guys all have a great week and a great life. Bye bye. Traps on some traps on some traps. Traps on some trap, don't some trap, don't some trap. Tunis on the hook, Jim Dorpotan. Tavas Totan Dorpotamoro.